When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. talk time on podcast the Sutton podcast um, I'm your host Mike and joining me on today's live show is Sarah and Rory we're going to be chatting about the Harrogate match and look forward to the Stevenage game on Saturday um, I have played the video we are supposed to be live I'm not entirely sure you got to see the video so you may well have just looked at all three of us just looking really really bored in that so hey never mind <laughs> so before we start don't forget you can as always help the cost to support the show uh, with one-off donations or regular subscriptions by joining us on Patreon if you want to know more, um, look for the page on the website or drop me a message by email or any of the socials. Big thank you to everyone who is currently supporting or has supported the show in the past. It really, really does help with the costs and everything. <clears throat> I'm really glad you've chosen to listen. Can't wait to share everyone's thoughts. And we're going to start off with Sarah. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Hello, Mike. I'm very well, thank you. Good How are you? Very good, thank you. Um, I think I've got two out of the three. I think I've got Facebook not joining us, but never mind. Um, two out of three ain't bad, I believe, someone once said. Um, so last time you were on was quite a while ago, actually. It was back in August in the Grimsby Was it that long? I think it was, yeah. Goodness, I have actually. been pretty busy since then. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was my next question. So what you, what you been up to? I'm doing so much at the moment. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm doing a cake decorating course, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's kind of my thing, really. Um, things are going really busy at work which is just boring and um i've started volunteering for the um, warm space the club is running on a friday morning um uh, which is lovely yes oh i have got that to mention we'll, we'll swing back to that yep, that's why i thought i wouldn't go into uh, detail because i thought you might be talking about that we, we will do um and just remind people who you are because obviously it's been a while since you're on we have picked up some new listeners believe it or not um so just remind people of, of who you are I can totally believe it. It's a great podcast. Um, I've been a Sutton fan since the mid-90s, um, and that's who I am, basically. Um, I do go to every single game, like, uh, I, apart from, you know, during lockdown, I <laughs> didn't go to any games. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of have been, because I've been around since we're very, very much a non-league side, um, which is pretty much until last year, um, or the year before now, Um I kind of know most of the people who are, you know, do stuff at the club. So it's it's nice. It feels like a family to me. So who I am is part of the Sutton family, I think. 
Yeah, I did hear your um, BBC thing the other day, the, the 10 questions, and that was uh, very good. It did come across very much the part of the fabric at, at Sutton. Um, I love my fab. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a bit weird, like the sort of questions they ask. Like, any, if you asked on a different day, you'd have got a completely different answer, you know? Yeah, I, I actually think we said that as we as we were walking the other day. It was, yeah, if they asked me an hour later, I'd be like, oh, I've changed my mind. So I've, got, yeah. I've, got some, I've got something else to say. Yeah, they put you on the spot. You come out of something and afterwards you think, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said this one. That was much yeah. more, you know, never mind, doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so, talk about answers. so next up is Rory, who hasn't done the BBC yet, I don't think. <laughs> no, not been called so far. <laughs> but I'm, I'm holding out hope one day. <laughs> um, so how are you? And, uh, we, we spoke in December, so not, not that long yeah. ago. Um, so how have you been since then? Yeah, all good. Thanks, Mike. All good. Yeah. Doing good, good work, good. running, kids, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Running and kids was two separate things. You weren't running kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe running away from the kids occasionally. Yeah. Um, perfect. So we won't do the who are you because you, it's only been a little while since we did that review. So don't worry. A um, couple of quick bits of news. Uh, we've got uh, a newsletter that I've just started because apparently people like newsletters to go with podcasts. But OK, I'll, I'll give it a go. And also, it gave me the chance to use the Sutton postcard name, which I seem to be hooked on saying <laughs> at the end of shows. So at least now I've got a reason. <laughs> As you mentioned, Sarah, the warm space. Uh, I think all three of us are delighted with it's happening, that, that Sutton's involved. As I said to you, Sarah, I'm not delighted it's happening because it shouldn't be happening. Um, but it, it's a bit more than just to keep warm. It's a bit more, more than that. It's a sort of a, a, almost a companion type thing. Uh, as the first one started, is that right? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think what well, I'm assuming what, what you mean is that um, in 2023, people shouldn't have to go to their local football club just to keep warm. They should be able to afford to heat their house or they should be able to have a house. But yes, um, it's not just for people, like you say, who don't have anywhere warm to go. Um, that may be how it's advertised, but absolutely everyone is welcome. Um, we had a few people come in who just, you know, haven't, really had many people to talk to during the day for quite a long time and um it gets boring if you're stuck in the house on your own not everyone can get out and about much uh, and if they can they don't really have anything to do sometimes um a lot of people out there are bored or are lonely um not speaking about anyone who who was there but um in particular but if you have kind of mental health issues and you're anxious and you've got stuff going round and round inside your head and you just want to get out and, you know, have a change of scene, just speak to someone. Um, it's really, really chilled, you know, just sitting wherever you want to sit and just chatting to whoever you want to chat to. It's, it doesn't have to have any, any structure to it or anything like that. It's just a nice place where people can go and hang out. Yeah, I mean, I, I do, I'm on the peripheral of it, a little bit through work with lots of libraries and um, similar issues where people talk about closing libraries, you automatically get everyone going, well, no one uses libraries anyway. And actually, no, there is a, a, a definite group of people that go to the library every day um, or most days, and it's to be part of something, yeah. not necessarily they sit talking to people, it's just to sit and be near people and see things going on around them, um, which is, yeah, it's not great for... <laughs> Um, society really to have a whole group of people just be like feeling so lonely that they have to just watch other people do life um so yeah anything that we can do to help people is, is wonderful and i know rory you were very pleased that the club got involved i think it just sums up the kind of ethos of the club doesn't it that kind of yeah. community spirit that offering that place for people to go we've been involved in kind of work that i do as well and it really helps a lot of people and it's just that kind of sense of as you said sarah getting out there being able to meet other people have a chat with people nice and kind of informal and relaxed and yeah it's quite sad that this kind of time that we have to set up things like this but i think the fact that the club has just shows how much care about the local community and on a similarish note the men's walk and talk thing now yeah. also have a little pop in for a coffee as well so um the club's been very friendly to people just popping in <laughs> yeah. um the ladies team today uh, they were away at brentford in a cup and it was nil-nil at half time and it was 2-1 to us at full time with lily scoring both goals still not sure how i feel about lily um it's the first ever player that i'm 
watching that's younger than my firstborn so it makes me feel incredibly old oh mike yesterday um i think i think i sent it to the group didn't i um the whatsapp group um i realized that not only was i twice as old as our new signing um but my scarf is older than david adjiboy <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it gets that way you're like oh hang on a minute um but yeah she's a lovely girl but yeah <laughs> so we've also had uh Tope go out on loan, Kwame go out on loan, Tope got 90 minutes, Kwame's got two, I think, good chunks of the matches um, up in Dundee, and then coming in, seemingly a bit more physicality with, can you believe, um, with uh, Mr Dennis joining Mr Angle, and um, he hasn't responded yet, so I'm hoping I say his name right, um, Hisham Kasimu, if I've butchered it. I did give him a chance to reply and tell me how to say it. So ho- hopefully he'll come back to me so I don't keep butchering it. Um, but what did we think of, of those signings? I know you got to see um, a couple of them in action yesterday, but what did we think of those? Uh, Rory, if we start with you? I thought it was great. I thought exactly what we need, isn't it? A bit more competition up front. So yeah, really mm-hmm. pleased. I think it's great. Look, and a bit more pace as well. Um, so I think the, the French bloke whose name I, yeah, I won't try and pronounce either. Um, I think he's meant to be really quick, isn't he? Or certainly that goal he scored for mm-hmm. Farnborough against us. He looks really quick. So yeah, really pleased that Matt's done that. I feel a bit, as I know you talked about on the podcast last time, a bit sorry for Tope, really. I would have liked to see him start a few games, but then he'd get an assist yesterday, I think. So it might do him good to get more minutes yeah I, I think it was always the plan for him to go out on loan somewhere um i didn't think national league would be the one um sarah mm. did you think what did you think of, of that did you think it should have been south or were you confident well for, sorry i, I kind of I, I kind of lost you there a bit for, for topo going to mm. going on loan yeah yeah i thought you i thought that's what you meant i wasn't quite sure <laughs> i i never really thought about it to be honest and I, I knew that the, the, you know i think the plan was for him to go online yeah um, but I never really thought about where he was going. If, as he, it doesn't matter where he goes, as long as a he's kind of happy there and finds little, you know, gets his game time, and b um, it helps him to develop. Yeah, absolutely. Getting getting those ninety minutes is going to be vital for him. Um, last in the past, he's up against Rory yesterday, um, and then uh, Claire's tweeted out uh, uh, an old video from six years ago where everyone's singing "Deacons on Fire," and I'm like. What? what was going on? <laughs> Hang on. didn't realise it was from six years ago. That was like, ah, now I've got it. Because uh, uh, obviously it's six years ago of the Leeds match today. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. Memories. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, how was it two uh, years that long ago? Again, like the scarf. How was it that long ago? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Um, absolutely. Um, one other little comment about the transfer window. Uh, I think it was Neil that said about the right back. He was obviously felt it was strange that we hadn't considered right back obviously we don't know what was considered but uh, we obviously haven't brought in a right back so does that mean Enzio's considered the cover for right back um I mean we do have Eastie you could definitely play right back and I suspect Sam as well um mm. so, so what do you what do you think I mean I think part of the problem earlier in the season was we had two the two midfielders out injured so Eastie couldn't shift um so so Sarah, sorry, so you just grab your tea at that point. What, what do you think about the right back situation? Well, I don't know really because we've had um, that's not really the part of the pitch where we've had problems. Um, but I can sort of see where that, that comment's coming from. Uh, and like you said, we don't know. It, it may have been that we did try and get something in for that position, something, someone, someone, it's a person. <laughs> um, but we, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, do we? We're, we're um, not privy to those details, um, but I'm I'm not unhappy with what we've got. We we do like you say we have got loads of options. Um, it hasn't felt like a big glaring hole there to me. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think, but I, I I'm not I'm not worried. I'm quite I'm quite happy with what we've got at the moment. I'm happy with the work that we've done on the transfer window, and you know I'm quite excited to see how it pans out for the rest of the season. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, I think we've got quite good strength and depth now, don't we? I think we've got options off the bench. That's one of them phrases that you never thought you'd use about something. Just tick off my cliche, bingo. Yeah, (laughs) definitely got lots of options on the bench. Um, Oh, they say like game two halves, though. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I think it was up front, which is definitely where we need to strengthen. Yeah. Um, And I couldn't disagree with a word you said about the uh, new forwards, where you were saying earlier. Every single word, I agree with that. They looked great, didn't they? They did, didn't they? Yeah, really, really strong. Well. Yeah. yeah, and I can see them working really well together, like, you know, 
with the squad and um, yeah. it just seemed to fit in well, which was great. Yeah, I mean, I was very surprised that um, Mark came on, um, considering they only literally joined us the day before. Um, so I was kind of, I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, but yeah, he, he looked lively, especially as he wouldn't have trained um, with us. Um, he did, he did he's very lively. Yeah, um, really quick as well. He looked when he was kind of chasing yeah. around yeah. to the front. Yeah. <laughs> so I would imagine that means that Killian is probably going to go on loan again for similar reasons for Tope, just to get those 90 minutes because it's always been one for the future. I mean, he's, he's only yeah. 19. So yeah, I was going to say, I think that's probably a good thing for him anyway. You know, whether he was, no matter how much time he's getting with us, he's always going to get more somewhere else. And, and also, I think. Um, for a player like him, it might be quite good to be a slightly bigger fish in a slightly smaller pond for a while, you know, yeah. just to help him get his confidence up more. Yeah, well, just that tiny little bit of slower pace gives him that couple of seconds or a second or so to think about what he's going to do when he gets the ball. And then all of that just helps your learning process. I've been told. Obviously, I have no actual experience <laughs> of that whatsoever. <laughs> um, let's clarify that. Right, so... We're going to now move on to the thing that has given you sleepless nights all week, apparently. It has. Um, so it's the new feature that I'm going to be doing, and I'll explain in two seconds, but I have got a jingle. And now, 125 years in the making, the Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. Sutton United All Time Ultimate 11. Uh, who's our goalkeeper in 1902 again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's sad. That's my voice. I, I thought it must be, because you wouldn't be able to get anyone else to do that, would you? <laughs> yeah. Started off a bit sinister, I thought. <laughs> it was a bit. Yeah, it's a bit like Jaws. I did try a few times in a world. <laughs> it reminded me of, um, sorry to go off on a tangent, but it reminded me of um, Lewis about 20 years ago, and you go into their ground and this little boys would come over the tunnel going, welcome to the dripping pan, home of Lewis Football Club. It's like, whoa, hello. <laughs> There's a bit of non-league for you. Yeah. You actually see this little skinny fellow, about four foot two. <laughs> so over the next few weeks, what we're going to do is we're going to be building a Ultimate eleven. These are, these are players that can be picked for whatever reason you like. And um, I'm going to make that very clear. The, the idea is that what will happen is going forward, when anyone comes on as a guest, we'll have a part where they can challenge any one of the players for again for any reason. And we'll, basically this team will just keep evolving, keep growing. And um, then everyone can have their nice little friendly conversations about why this player is better than this player or why this player actually not better, just deserves the spot rather than being better. Are you going to have a board like like on Top Gear where they've got like the best times? Up, we have the, the uh, eleven up, like a team sheet. I, I have a team sheet, um, with, and I couldn't work out how to do it. And then that guy produced that um, championship thing with Sabutio figures, and as soon as I saw it, I went Sabutio figures. That's the one. So I've been all day messing around doing my own little Sabutio figures. Okay, pour um, me some of them for his birthday. They were edible ones. <laughs> I've eaten them all. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Cheers, Rory. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, just to clarify, there's a guy at my work. He was. I was talking it through him, and he said, "Oh, I know one of my players, and it'd be really sad is when I first started supporting Sutton, Will Puddy was playing in goal, and I know he didn't play for Sutton long, but he would be one of my choices." And I was like, "That's exactly what I'm talking about." So, Will Puddy hasn't didn't play a huge amount of games for Sutton. Um, but he's your choice because he's the goalkeeper who was there when you first started coming and he was loving the banter between the goalkeeper and the fans. So you're not saying your choices are better than every other choice. You're just saying you've chosen for a particular reason. So today we're just doing goalkeepers and it's because I've given that long explanation. That's why you've only got one position. You'll be pleased to know. Next few weeks, everyone's doing two positions. <laughs> so we will start off with you, Sarah. Okay. Who is your choice, potentially first choice, but who is your choice to go in the team and a very brief reason why? It's funny what, you should, what you're saying about Will Puddy, because the one I had in my brain, and he's not going to make the final 11, I'm sure, um, is Gary McCann. Uh, he was the goalkeeper in the mid-90s. Um, he was the keeper in my first ever sock match that I went to, which was um, an FA Cup replay. Uh, which went to penalties. He saved a couple of those, and he was my hero thereafter. I used to play in goal for my stall at the time, so that's basically why he would be mine. 
Look, because I think he's but obviously that was in the Isthmian League. Um, you wouldn't expect him to be up to the standards of a League Two goalkeeper in 2023. So he may not be the best goalkeeper we've ever had for some reason. But but he's a lovely man as well. So yeah, that's that's why I picked him. Perfect. Um... Rory, give us your choice. Well, Gary was on my list, actually. I had a list of four, which as I was saying, I've been thinking about all week. Um, probably means I need to get out a bit more. Um, but in the end, I went for Fitzroy Mikulski because he was the first goalkeeper that I remember seeing. I remember, I'm sure it was my first away game, FA Cup, Notts County away. I think we lost 3-2, but he was amazing. I just remember thinking... He was just, he'd save everything. Um, I have a vague idea that maybe he dropped the ball for their third goal, but I think I blanked that bit out afterwards. I, just, I loved him. I just thought it was amazing. Um, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at you so, saying he saved everything when he let in three goals. I know, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure none of them were his fault, apart from maybe the last one. I have this kind of recollection that I think he dropped the, the final cross. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm being harsh. Yeah, <laughs> Massive he was underdogs. <laughs> yeah, he was amazing. Um, but yeah, Gary was on my short list as well. Right. He was quite I, short. <laughs> I feel the need to point out that I didn't know that when I started my whole little thing about the guy at work and his choice of goalkeeper being because of the first time that both of you had done the same thing. I genuinely didn't know that. that just, <laughs> I wouldn't have bothered with that long explanation if I'd known you. And Sarah, I think I've said this to you before, but I'm pretty sure that game we were losing... Um, and I think Sally made me leave. <laughs> and I heard the cheers as we got round the corner. <laughs> um, so never left an early game with <laughs> since that day. <laughs> but okay, I will stick them um, out on a vote, and people will decide which which of those goalkeepers gets into the first ever Sutton United talk time on podcast Sutton United Ultimate All Time Eleven or whatever I called it a minute ago. Which might um, be a difficult choice for our newer fans, mightn't it? <laughs> If these, I mean, we're, talking, yeah. we're back, going back to the 90s here. Him and Rory go back years, don't we? <laughs> What's going to happen is they're going to go, how did you choose them? It should be so-and-so. And I'll be lovely. When you come yeah. on the podcast, you can put your name forward, can't you? <laughs> I love it. I like that idea, that kind of evolving yeah. idea that's mm, nice. not kind of finite. Yeah, yeah hopefully, I'll, hopefully I'll get it right. Um, so we will talk about the game. And the first thing I've written down, Sarah, was quintessential game of two halves and you already said don't say that <laughs> but it was yeah so lineup is announced i actually got 11 out of 11 so yay me um are we i mean so again someone mentioned in the group do, do we think ali is now first choice ahead of harry um or is it still for game by game i think it's game by game because it's i mean he's He's really come on, hasn't he? I really rate him as a player. Um, but Harry's Harry's a legend. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I pick. Um, but I think it, it makes sense to do it game by game, doesn't it? Because they're, they're different players, and your opposition aren't going to be, you know, playing the same system every game. So yeah, Rory, what do you think? Yeah, totally agree. I think if you if you need that kind of physicality, Ali's got that. If you need a bit more creativity, maybe you just call on Harry. Um, but I think Ali's just edging it at the moment, just because, mm. and he seems so unflappable as well on the ball. He's just got such a lovely little touch. Um, and his fitness is great at the moment, isn't it? I think he's probably edging Harry just is. a bit on that as well, isn't he? Yeah, good yeah. point. Actually, he can just get around so quickly. Like one mm. minute, it's right up. You know, it's typical, another cliche, box to box midfielder. <laughs> Tick. Oh, bingo! <laughs> You're saying he's unflappable. His face. His face did look quite flat yesterday when that deflection came off him that Jack had to change direction to save. And he was like, not again, not again. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, and also Josh, we've obviously brought Dave back in. Um, Josh, I've made no secret of my love for him at the start of the season. I think he's gone, I think he's played too many games. Um, we, I think he's just slightly needs a bit of a break. I mean, I know he was injured yesterday, but is, similar thoughts or... Um, not cutting it for you recently. I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I was quite excited by him as a player, again, like you said, when he first came to us. And um, I I have, you know, I have been quite impressed by him, but I feel like he's got more potential that we haven't seen. You know what I mean? And I think maybe that break would help. Yeah, absolutely. Rory? Yeah, I totally agree. I wonder if he's better 
maybe up front as well. I know mm. it's typically played on the wing, whether there's a, a bit of a role instead of instead of Donovan or whoever, whoever else comes in. So maybe it's been slightly edged out now that we've got the, the three new signings. But I would have liked to see them maybe given a little, little up front. Perhaps. Too many options now, don't we? <laughs> I know. Which is up front? <laughs> so, so I say another cliche. It's a nice problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second, I just got to delete something. Um, <laughs> in years gone by, he's the kind of player you'd want on your bench because yeah. he can come on and cover in three or four different positions. So it gives you a, a great chance to change things in different ways. But uh, we'll see. As, I mean, as, as you said, Sarah, it is a problem for Matt, but far better than the problem that he had earlier on in the season. Though. <laughs> Who can walk <laughs> while you're in the squad, son? Um, but Dave, oh my God. <laughs> Was it three minutes in? He's, he should have won a penalty. Um, eight minutes in, he scored a goal. <laughs> he was absolutely on fire yesterday. Um, his 150th game, we've been told. Oh. Um, ah. for, a bit, for something. Um, but, yeah, were we impressed with him ever a, a touch yesterday? <laughs> oh, he was amazing, wasn't he? I thought, yeah, first half. They couldn't, the defenders couldn't get near him. I thought he was just, yeah. He just went for it. That was the, the old Dave. Kind of, yeah properly go for it and take them off down the wings. Um, I thought we were, yeah, first, I thought both Will and A first half were, yeah, so good just kind of stretching their defence. Yeah, it was definitely, like I say, definitely a game of two halves. I think in the first half there was a chant of just like watching Brazil, um, <laughs> which didn't happen in the second half. So. Yeah, we were bombarding them a bit. Donovan as well, actually. He was, um, he had a good game as well, I thought. And they, they, yeah. they seeing Dave, back is just like you say what you said about the old Dave um that's a really good point actually I hadn't I hadn't really thought of it in that way I was just really happy to see him back but yeah it, it, it was it was like you know uh, the, the best of him we're seeing the best of him again which we weren't necessarily every game um sort of in the sort of towards the end of his last spell with us and he could have had another couldn't he pinged it off the bar yeah, yeah, thought, yeah. oh yeah. That, that was awesome wasn't it we thought that was going in from where we were behind the opposite goal. Yeah, it was it funny, like wasn't it? Because the, the, yeah. the one that actually did go in, I didn't think that was going in. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a very strong shot, and I thought, oh, keeper's got that. And I was like, hang on, that's got in. <laughs> and then there were about two later on that I thought were going in and didn't go in. Yeah. I mean, you, you say towards the end of last season, I wonder, was the move kind of almost done? And uh, in the back of his mind, he's thinking, well, I don't want to put, bomb forward and have a defender take me out and possibly wreck that move. I'm not saying I'm not saying in the front of your mind, but if you've, if you've got a big promotion coming up somewhere, you're, you're not going to take any chances to do anything that messes it up. So I, I just wonder, was it already on the cards? Uh, but he, he's back and I did kind of say, I wonder if um, the confidence would be there. And I was emphatically told... He's back home with smile oh, yes. back on his face and he, he will be confident. And I wondered, and then yesterday happened, I was like, okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Once again, Mike's football knowledge has been put to the test. And well, he wouldn't have come to us if he didn't want to come to us, would he? <laughs> no, no, it, it's, it's just that little, it's going to play, well, it'll play on my mind to say, I've gone there, it hasn't worked out. Has Is that my fault? Have I done anything wrong? But he didn't really get any chances, so um, clearly can't be his fault. All we can hope is that the manager there now has completely forgotten about him and forgets to take him back. <laughs> yeah. Not sure it works like that. Yeah. <laughs> and his fitness was there as well, because that was my yeah. only concern mm-hmm. that maybe he wouldn't be. But yeah, he seemed certainly yeah. first He was sharp, was wasn't he? he was. Really sharp. Really um, but yeah, first half, dominant. Um, I think I was asked someone, well, were he actually that good? Or are they just been awful? And I was replied with, no, we've been that good. <laughs> yeah, they, they weren't that bad. Well, I mean, they, they didn't offer very much in the first half, but they weren't terrible. Certainly weren't the worst team we've seen this season. Well, their manager, obviously, <laughs> took what he described as drastic action with four subs and um, a change of formation. Because I think he said he, he said it was forced because of, as you mentioned, how well we were playing out wide. On both wings, we were doubling up and um, we were just absolutely dominating them. I've used that too many times. Um, but he, he took that, that drastic action, he said, and it was definitely a different game in the second half. Yeah. Um, were you worried about the fact we'd only scored one? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was, uh, those subs were, um, you know, I can't fault their manager for that. That was, that, that, just, that, was, that was just a really good piece of tactical thinking. Um, but, I mean, unfortunately for them, it didn't get them anything but it could have easily it could have easily and uh yeah the, towards the end of the game um 
I wouldn't have been at all surprised if we'd conceded an equaliser. And uh, I was a little bit worried at one point. But, you know, I should have kept the faith. <laughs> Rory, what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was one of those things that would part. Like, they came out really strongly after half-time for the first 10 minutes. And I thought, if we weather that, then we might, yeah, kind of hit them on the break, get second, close the game off. But they just seemed to keep going and going. But I think we, we defended really, really well. We did, really know, well. Yeah, a couple of chances they probably should have scored from um but overall i thought we defended really solidly really solidly. yeah i actually think howard got quite unlucky with a couple of those yeah, yeah. not not same. wanting to take anything away from our defense because like you say they were really strong and you know can't fault them at all they had a good game well on that ben was his 150th game yesterday as well apparently and when i watched it back the guy's like a magnet for the football it's just literally the ball comes in and there's Ben, there's Ben, there's Ben. It's like, how is that possible? I, I didn't write it down, but I, I, I found a website with like, the stats of the touches of the ball. And he was something like 72 or something mad like that in the box. And I was like, is that a lot? And then I think Louis was 46 or, or something. And we know Louis's not a bad player. Um, but yeah, it was all that kind of defending. It's always a tight game with Harrogate. We always, apart from once, coming out the right side of it. Um, but it must have been nervy. I'm, I'm, I feel for you guys. It was, it was nervy, isn't it? That was good entertainment. I mean, uh, at the time, it was like, ooh. But, you know, afterwards, you're like, oh, just watched a good game of football. I'm happy with that. Yeah. And then a brilliant save for Jack. Get us in it. Um, I mean, what, uh, what did, you, did you think that was in? Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely did for where I was. I thought that's definitely going in. I don't know how he managed to get so much height on it as well. Have you watched it back? It's just yeah. it's, oh. because, because we're, again, like we were at the opposite end, weren't we? Um, mm. Yeah, just, <laughs> just amazing. Absolutely amazing. It was point blank. Like, it's just, <laughs> oh, it's incredible. It's the best save I've seen for a long time. Mm. Did you hear the interview with Joe Kizzy? No. Because Tony mentioned the save and Joe was like, well, that's what he's there for. That's his job. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw that coming. I think it might have been you, like, highlighting that. And I just thought, that's half, mate. <laughs> we just, and it was we just said that to him in there. It was like, get over yourself, mate. <laughs> well, that's dressing room banter, that's fine. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and that's why I said I love this group of players. They're just taking the piss out of each other like that. Yeah. Um, you can just tell they get on um, doing it. Um, Lee came on and seemed quite impressive. Um, actually, had a couple of shots from way out. Um, what, what did you think about him when he came on, Rory? Yeah, he looked really lively, didn't he? I like the way that, yeah, he did want to shoot, clearly wanted to have a go. You know, much as I love Donovan, I think he's the confidence has gone a bit with Donovan, he doesn't really want to shoot. Um, whereas you could tell straight away, Lee was, yeah, really up for it, wanted to try and find the target and that free kick. I thought that was in from our angle. I'm sure that was in, and it just didn't quite sneak in. Rory nearly took my joke. Did Lee Angle get his angles wrong? <laughs> he was Come nearly on. Lee Angle. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Sarah. Stun silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, very, very impressive. Um, we are 11th now, and I think two points off the playoffs. And I think six points off or something stupid off automatics. <laughs> yeah, but how many like, teams in between? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The other side with the pessimistic hat on is if every single team around us won their games in hand, we'd be down to 17th. See, we've got two problems there, haven't we? Number one, we've played more games than almost anyone else. Number two is our goal difference. Because yeah. when it's that tight, you need to rely on that bit, don't you? Um, but that's it. We're having, we're having fun again at football. It's not, it's not like, yeah. oh, God, oh, God. Um, <clears throat> so what are we going to think for the rest of the season? Um, I've got a couple of comments. Uh, we had Nathan saying uh, the first half yesterday was top-tier football. Really impressed. And if we carry on playing, I'll add the league is ours. Okay. <laughs> Nathan needs to calm down. Um, well, they're like having a bit of a wobble, aren't they? Aren't they? they are indeed. <laughs> yeah, it's an opportunity there. <laughs> and we've got Stephen in next. So. We have got Stephen in next, yes. And JR said, I think the rest of the season is going to be exciting. And January signings look good. Um, and having our players back on form and back from injury. And then we also had Joe's thoughts, and Joe said... Sutton's going up with a tenner in the bank. 
So again, Joe might need to calm down. Um, but where, where do we think we're going to go with the rest of the season? Are we, are we going to push on for the playoffs? I've said for a couple of weeks, I think we are. Um, so what, what do you think? We'll start with you, Sarah. Of course we are. I mean, whether we're going to get there or not is, is you know, it remains to be seen. But there's no reason why we can't push for it. I mean, like, it's isn't it so nice having all those players back from injury? Obviously not everybody, but, you know, well, we were very sort of threadbare. Um, sort of over Christmas and around that time, and now we we have what looks like a really strong squad coming together, and with the new signings, and um, like JR said, it's exciting. Uh, it, it, you know, who knows what this group of players can do? Let's let's just let's do that push. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I, I thought it was really sorry. There's fireworks going off. I'm going to have to mute for that. <laughs> I, I thought I'll find the new button on this thing. Really funny <laughs> that um, they mentioned that Matt had an injury that put his, 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 his recovery back. And I was like, that's the first time that's happened to us. Because so far, every single player who's been out has come back quicker than expected. I mean, John Barden is walking unaided and driving himself around now. That's that's, that's fantastic, insane. isn't wow. it? Because that was a horrible, horrible injury. <clears throat> that 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 affected people quite a lot. I, I I do know that they were like, that's not not right. Um, but Kobe's training. Everyone's basically back. I miss Kobe actually. <laughs> yeah, I love Kobe. Um, yeah, so that's why not have a good strong second half. I mean, Matt's going to then have another problem with Bruce sitting again. Why are we paying all these extra players that you don't need anymore? <laughs> That's, That's not our concern, is it? That's not Bruce the flight out. That's fine. <laughs> Amazingly, I was so excited about the new segment that I completely forgot about the Player of the Day segment. Just to let everyone know, the choices are Dave, Jack, Ben, and Joe. Right, we will quickly move on. Uh, we, as you mentioned, we've got Stevenage, who are playing now, I think, um, which is why Matt from Stevenage couldn't join us. I Aww. did try and point out that I got in there first. It's not my fault. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> um, priorities. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I finally got up to uh, hold of Matt from the Steve Mish podcast, and um, it was well worth waiting for because he's such a nice bloke. I know he's a Steve Mish supporter, but he's such a nice guy. <laughs> so the interview will be slotted in afterwards, so you two have a reason to listen to it now. I'm recording early in the week because outrageously. Even though I had booked him a while ago, this chap blew me out for our appointed time on Sunday. I can't possibly think why. Hello, Matt. How are you? <laughs> Hello. Look, thank you very much for having me. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> it has. I think we've been sending invites backwards and forwards for, for pretty much since we got into the league and it's just never ever worked out. And now I think that's uh, right. We, we gave it a go, didn't we, back in, um can't remember when it was now, like October time and we just couldn't, we just couldn't record. It couldn't couldn't we? work yet, no. Now I've been um, really looking forward to coming on, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot quickly to fly through, but go on, tell everyone why you couldn't do the podcast on Sunday. What, what other big plan do you have? Well, obviously we've had a bit of an <laughs> FA Cup run and I mean... You know, after that unbelievable night at Aston Villa, we've gone and drawn Stoke City away on <laughs> Sunday. So, unfortunately, I won't be able to, well, wouldn't have been able to attend on Sunday no, because of no, not, more important matters. But best not to do that one live, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we generally ask a few questions, but there was another thing I wanted to say. The like, reason you were invited on last time is um, congratulations on the marathon. Thank you. Um, and it was going to put a little push out to go, right, sponsor him, sponsor him. But, but well done on that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get back into it. I did about 3K earlier, and my knees were just like, no, Mike, give it up. We <laughs> can't do this well, three, anymore. 3K's better than nothing, no, you know? That's, that's, that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> do 3.1 tomorrow, and so on, and so on, and so on. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so basically, normally ask people um, just who, who they are, what, what they do, a little bit about their history. Es- essentially, it's um, a case of who are you? Well, my name's Matt Farley, um, Stevenage Football Club super fan, supported the club for, for 20 years, just over 20 years, go every single week, don't miss a single game, we do the Stevenage Football Club podcast. Um, that is me in a nutshell. Yeah, and um, I 
I saw there's uh, interviews with the BBC coming up this week, is it? Are you doing them as well? Yeah, so uh, we've been yeah. asked tomorrow to uh, go and meet near the club and do, yes, yeah, so I think I think it's for BBC Breakfast on Saturday uh, nice. with Mike Bushell. So, yeah, we're going over and having a quick uh, interview with Mike tomorrow. We've got to wear our colours. I mean, I wear them anyway, so <laughs> it's a bit of a no-brainer. Yeah, but, um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the same with, with Sutton. But, uh, yeah, we're doing that tomorrow. Really excited. And, uh, yeah, to go and promote the club in the uh, the big game for Sunday. Yeah, so so we'll concentrate on on Sunday. Obviously, we're pre-recording. Um, was it a come down after Villa to to get Stoke, or were you like, yeah, that's winnable, or is that? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, do you know what? It was a really weird one because for us, the draw was actually done before the tie. So we were in, yeah, we were in Villa Park at the time, and there was thirty minutes to kick off, and no one really had signal. But luckily, there was a one chap near us that was able to get the draw up. So we knew that we were playing Stoke. I've got to be honest, we well, we didn't really know if we'd be through or not. <laughs> so we were a little bit like, well, it, it, you know, if the amazing night happens and we so happen to play Stoke, it's a, you know, it's a winnable tie, um, first of all. But um, yeah, no, we, we were really happy with it. There, there were some that were a little bit like, oh, Stoke away. Wet and windy Stoke, why have we drawn them? But I think in the moment, we, we didn't know if we were going to be through or not. I think a lot of people would have suggested that we would have gone out that night. Obviously, we, yeah. we um, turned, the, uh, turned the tables around and were able to pull off probably one of the biggest moments ever in the uh, club's history. So, yeah, look, for me, I was over the moon with it. Um, I think it's a winnable tie. And, and yeah, I think, we'll, I think we'll win. I think we'll win. Yeah, we, we had that a few years ago. We uh, were in the National and we had drawn against Wimbledon, so we knew the winners were going to be against Leeds. Oh, wow. Um, so we kind of, uh, we, we, we knew it ahead of time, so we, we were quite happy with that. Mm. Um, but yeah, again, it's one of those like, oh, it's at our place, but is it, are they going to bring loads? Is it going to have the, the media? And then obviously we beat Leeds and we got Arsenal at our place. <laughs> <It's> like, Whoa. <laughs> Bonus, win-win. <laughs> yeah, that, that went up to like 24, never mind 11. Um, <laughs> so I messaged you a couple of times. I, I know your phone went mad. I saw your video. Um, but you're sitting in the car park and your phone was just going bing, 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 bing. Literally. What, what, what was it like at, at, at Villa Park? What was like, did you go into it with any expectations or were you just like, are we going to enjoy ourselves today? That's a great question. I, I think prior to the tie, I, I, if I'm honest, we, we were just going just to enjoy it. I mean, you, you know, it's the first time that we've had a massive tie seeing our Stevenage Football Club involved and especially this new era that we are at Stevenage Football Club. So I think for us, we just wanted to enjoy the tie. I think we believe that we could get a result because we've had such a good season and, you know, the last minute of games, we've scored a lot of goals. And I think me, I thought if we could, you know, stay in the tie for 80 minutes, who knows, right? Because we've scored a lot of last minute goals. So I think we believed deep down. We saw the team sheet and thought, oh, wow, yeah, we're going to have to play well tonight. <laughs> when we saw the team sheet. So I think before it, we were kind of in two minds of, look, we just want to enjoy the tie. It's fill apart. We're playing in front of... 40,000 nearly. And and so, you know, in that aspect, we just wanted to watch our, you know, Stevenage play in front of that crowd and just experience it and enjoy it. But then on the other hand, I think quite a few of us believe that we could possibly make an upset. So, yeah, we were caught in two minds minds of it. Um, it was incredible, though, seeing them go out there and play in front of that crowd and, and then win and have the moment. Yeah. Um, never, ever forget it. It was it was an incredibly special night, yeah. yeah. And you're, you're uh, the club admin, <laughs> Coming for a little bit of stick yeah. when you were one 0 down, wasn't it? Yeah, jeez, that was that was so funny. That was because we didn't actually see it really during the game because we didn't have any signal. So it was one of those moments where we got back to the car and uh, we got, I kid you not, we got back to the car and we just sat in the car for an hour. We were so shocked. It was almost like we sat in silence, just kind of like. Has that just happened? Have we just beaten Aston Villa in the last minute with two last minute goals? And we come across that tweet that was getting shared everywhere and it kind of went went viral on, on social media. And that was brilliant because I know that I know the chap who would have tweeted at Alfie Dinsey, who's the head of media at the football club. And um, Alfie's been doing the media since the new era, so the past few years. And um, what I loved about it was all the Aston Villa fans were replying, going, you can't tweet that losing. And then 20 minutes later, we ended up winning. It was just, it was yeah. perfect, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I have visions of this this car. I've, I've heard this story several times. 
um, seen it on on Twitter, and I've just had visions of uh, Dillboy and Rodney sitting in their car after they got all the lot, the lot, uh, the, they sold the things at the auction. It's just, should we go now? Yeah, let's do it. It literally <laughs> was like that. We were we were in tears, right? We, we we were in tears, sitting in the car, just trying to gather what happened, seeing our oh, Stevenage win, and we were just scrolling through our feed, just looking at the videos of of the teams celebrating in the dressing room, and our chairman Phil Wallace in there, and then it got to a point. I think the game ended at. <laughs> half six and it got to a point at about quarter to eight ten to eight where we just went yeah should, should we go home now it was literally <laughs> like that and we got home at like 10 o'clock should have got home at eight oh, but there you go yeah. no surprised you got home at all to be fair <laughs> yeah, we did contemplate that <laughs> yeah so obviously the season highs and lows you've had a lot of highs this season um the the manager um marmite um not 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 everyone's a fan um, I have to admit, the interview he did with um, Gab Sutton, after I listened to that, I was like, doesn't sound like the person that I know, Steve Evans. So <laughs> ha- ha- has he gone through a change himself? Or uh, what- what's your thoughts on him? Obviously, he's a, he's, he's, he's a genius. Yeah. Um, but what-, what were you thinking when he was appointed? Like, had you heard the stories? Yeah. I mean, look, we'd hated Steve Evans in the past. I mean, who hasn't, right? He's you know, such a polarising figure and he's got all those stories about him. You know, we've crossed paths with Steve many a times. More recently when he was at Mansfield and we played his Mansfield teams and we used to sing the nasty songs to him. And See, look, we, we, we used to hate Steve Evans, but I feel like with Steve, he's number one, we've missed a... To be honest, Steve Evans is probably the first managerial appointment that we've ever had at the club with any relevant football league experience. So in that regard, we were over the moon. We were like, you know, this is the first manager we've ever appointed, um, especially in the new era at Stevenage Football Club too, that's got any relevant experience. So that we were over the moon. I was over the moon because I felt that Steve is the type of person that would come here and do really well and you know a bit of an underdog story takes a club from down the bottom of league two and gets promoted I felt like we could achieve that and and he's pretty much done that he's he's hit the nail right on the head I as you I think you took the words out of my mouth genius because he's gone about the work very secretly very quietly he didn't come out in the summer going we're going to win the league. And, you know, he come out with expectations and said, we just want to become a top half team. That's all we want to do. We don't want to, you know, we just want to become a top half team. on that. Yeah. And look, he's, he's a very smart guy, Steve. He knew that he wanted to win the league, but he didn't come out and say it. Just very, you know, discreet. And I think he has. I, I heard something from someone at the club that he wanted to be different with us and he wanted to make a new fresh start with us on how he came across and how he was. And, He's been, he's been a delight. He's been absolutely terrific. He's galvanised the football club. He's he's allowed everyone to experience some great moments at the club. And I love him personally. I, th- I think he's just, he's done wonders. And do you know what? We had him on our podcast over the new year. He is a lovely, lovely bloke. And that's something that I wouldn't have known before we came. Yeah. And I mean, I have to say, it's, it's, there's loads of players that fall into that category that if they're playing for you, love them. If they're playing against you, they're the worst people in, on earth. We've got several um in our team that I know if we played against them we would hate them. Um but on the onto the onto the sort of the, the the game to a certain extent you were supposed to be playing tonight but it was called off. Had you played tonight on one would have been top of the league. No oh. <laughs> you've pulled you've pulled back Leighton Orient. Um there were some complaints about the match on <laughs> the weekend. Um <laughs> There always is whenever you win. Yeah, that so, always is. Uh, yeah. I don't think we've actually ever won a game in the last like four years without some sort of cheating or whatever going on. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but you've then got to face Stoke. So win, lose or draw, you're either going to have over the moon, concentrating on the replay, or the bubble a little bit maybe burst. Is Sutton playing you? <laughs> At the perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you I like the way you're pulling it here. I like that. Because yeah. I would do the same if we were Steven into yeah. your position, to be fair. Um yeah, I mean look, you might be. You might be. Who knows, right? That's the beauty about our division. You anyone can beat anyone on any given day. That's what makes League Two so special, right? So um, I think if I'm being honest, and I'm trying not to be biased towards Steve, this is very difficult because... You know, What's the point? <laughs> uh, absolute super fan. But, um, but no, if I'm being completely honest, I, th- I think the one thing about our team, and I think Steve um, 
said this just after we beat Villa, and there was an interview that Steve did, I think, on the, uh, I think it was on the Monday or the Tuesday, it might have been the Tuesday or Thursday, actually, and we had Harrogate away where we drew 1-1, and we didn't play well that day, and I think we knew we weren't going to play well after, after the higher Villa, but Steve said something very important, and he said, you know, we're not getting carried away, our bread and butter's the league, and we'll prepare for the league like we're playing any, you know, any top side in it every week. So I think against yourselves, regardless of what happens at Stoke, we'll, we'll be fully prepared for the game at, at your place. As we know, our our season's League Two. We're having this cup run and look, it's great. Obviously, we're having these moments, but we want to go up as a club. And, and look, I don't think we'll, we'll take one eye off that game at all. We'll be fully prepared for that game. So who knows? I mean, you might do us away. It's a tough place. <laughs> yeah. It's the beauty of it. But I think in our... In our um, <laughs> In our minds, I think we'll be fully on the job when we, when we play yours on the on the fourth. Yes, um, I have to admit, I did like the way you just dropped that casually in there after we beat Villa. <laughs> yeah. After that, after that, just game. after that, um, game, yeah. casually. <laughs> so yeah, we, when we played you at your place, I was I wasn't there, but the the guys did come back and say it was a, a really good performance. Obviously, massively overshadowed by that horrible injury to John John Barden, mm. um, who, who's we've we're, we're given an update. He's walking unaided. Um, so he's not got crutches and he's yeah. able to drive himself around now so his rehabilitation can start moving forward a bit yeah. um, but everyone was like you know what Stevenage there's something about them mm. when we lost to Orient it was 2-0 as well mm. I think it was 2-0 yours um, it was totally different mm. because the two goals we conceded were from individual mistakes mm. that wouldn't normally happen and everyone was like there wasn't anything there they did. and a couple of Orient fans I spoke to were like you know what the amount of games we win this season that people are going I wasn't impressed. <laughs> We're not impressed, but we put in the results together. Yeah. Um, so, what are you now? What are you, how many points are you ahead of fourth? Do you know? You so, know. currently, I, I, I know that Carlisle are playing tonight, I believe. Their game yeah. isn't off and they're in fourth. So as it stands, we're 13 clear of fourth. So I think Carlisle have got Hartley, Paul. Fingers crossed they uh, slip mm. up. But if so, then, yeah, we'll still have a 13-point gap and that would be their game in hand gone. So if they win tonight, then it would be 10 points. And we're, I think we're nine clear of third. I think we've got a three-win yeah. gap to Northampton. So it's yeah. quite a big gap, just just the third place that we've seemingly us and Leighton Orient have created, so yeah, but I do believe it's 13 points at the minute so we've just got to keep that that ex- yeah, keep, gap. Yeah, and yeah, keep that, because I, I have liked the way that pretty much every good Stevenage fan that I've seen the tag on there, and they keep saying yeah, never mind about first, we're looking at Bingo. we're looking at fourth, we're looking at we're, 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 get that one point ahead of fourth and yeah. we'll be grand. It would be the um, cherry but, on the top to win the league, so for us it's get promoted yeah. and then if we win the league, then Amazing, yeah. yeah, perfect. Well, I wish you all the luck for the season, obviously, apart from <laughs> when we play at our place. Um, hopefully, see you there. Um, lovely to chat to you and that you crack on with the rest of your uh, <laughs> your duties. <laughs> and thanks for squeezing me in. Take care, no, but absolute you. pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on, and best of luck for the season. We could be playing them at a good time. Obviously, we actually recorded before they were due to play the game against Swindon was called off. So, I was saying, well, you could be top, so you've reached that particular mountain. You've got an FA Cup match, which if you win, you're going to be way too excited to worry about little old Sutton. If you draw, you're going to be way too excited to worry about little old Sutton. And if you lose, your bubble could be burst. Um, the game actually won. has finished, you know. Oh, has it? I just what checked. Was they was lost 3-1. They lost 3-1. Oh. In that case, yeah. I'm hoping they properly demotivate and upset. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they just want a nice, easy game against little old Sutton. Rory, you said he was a nice man. Now you're being horrible. I said this to him. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I hadn't lost then, so. <laughs> I don't talk about behind people's backs. <laughs> I, say, I say these things to them. Um, so, yeah, Rory, what do you think it's going to be? I, I agree with you. Yeah, it, I, I think you're right. I think hopefully their bubbles burst a bit and we're meeting them at the right time when we've, yeah, we're building up that bit of momentum. We're on a good roll. As Sarah said, we've got all the players back. Everything feels, feels really good. We've got really good competition. We've got people coming off the bench. I, I'm feeling really optimistic. I think we might do a job on that. Um, okay, then, Sarah, I'm going to give you the other side of the coin. Steve Nietzsche were the team that everyone has been impressed with. So I know we've lost to various teams and Leighton Orient, who were running away with it at the time, um, but it was Steve Nietzsche that everyone was like, yeah, that, that's a proper team. That's a good team. Um, yeah. So, what do you, what do you think? I'm not quite as confident as Rory, um, <laughs> but um, I do hope we can get something out of it. Like you know, I I, th- I think we can. Um, I don't know about do a job on them. 
Um, but I feel like this is a time when we're really building up some proper confidence. I mean, after the first half yesterday, I think we've got a reason to be this confident in general and the squad coming together. And it's great. It's a really, it, it just feels like the start of something really nice. Like it feels like a start of a good run. And I hope I'm right and I'm not like woefully wrong. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is me using a lot of words to not say very much. Sorry, but I, yeah, I, I think I think we can. I think we can do it. Yeah, I wouldn't have said that a few weeks ago, but I think we can. A few weeks ago, it was definitely one in the calendar. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I might be on holiday that week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm I'm going into the game with, with there's at least some hope. You're not you're not thinking we're, we're going to get absolutely wiped the floor with here, and you have to do a do a Sutton shit house way to victory, but. Now we're like, well, actually, no, we, we, we can actually play them properly. We've, we've got the players, we've got the skill. I mean, and Matt works them hard. Every player is involved in the training because um, he, he did put on a training session a couple of weeks ago and um, there were people at the ground and it was just watching them and it was like, do you, watch, do you work like that all the time? And he was like, yeah, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, it's like that. And it was I'm not really, surprised. I couldn't work it out because like four players off the pitch at this side, four players off the pitch at this side, and 16 players on the pitch, and they all proper going for it. And then they kept swapping around, and I was like, this is all too confusing for my little brain. But even the ones <laughs> off the pitch, they were running after the game when it went off and all the rest of it. And someone said, yeah, because Matt, Matt is always watching. And if you're not if you're not involved in that, you might not be involved <laughs> in the next bit. Um, he works so hard himself, Matt. I'm not surprised he makes everyone else work hard as well. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's just so professional. It Everything is. is just, yeah. uh, it's not as we expect. <laughs> well, we expect it now. We expect it from him, yeah. Yeah. Now we know him. But it, was a, it was a little bit of a, a shock to the system. But I think, to me, when I went to the managers, meet, meet the manager a couple of years ago, and he said he's got a target, two, two or three targets at every position. I'm like, really? Because I'm pretty sure Doz just put his name in a hat and went, Oh yeah, we'll sign in tomorrow. Um, it did feel a bit like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. Um, Sorry, I've just yeah. got to make a pizza. I'm still here. <laughs> no, it's great. We're wrapping up now, anyway. Because um, unless did either of you have anything else to, to add? Um, I think not massively. So. No. no. Excellent. Well, we will wrap it up, and I'm not going to mention the newsletter thing. I'm going to do it properly today. Here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Good luck. laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to know us know what you think and share on the socials at Sutton Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast at your, at your preferred platform. Make sure you start to date with all the um, episodes and you can do a review while you're there. Um, every like, share and retweet and comment um, is really, really, really appreciated. Um, even those lovely little Wimbledon fans who started talking to me, bless them. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> them I couldn't tell if that was sarcasm or just being sweet. Oh. One of them thinks that I'm really, really upset by being called an egg. So, so. Okay. Um, and then he said, am I boiled or scrambled? Like, you give him another chance. I said, come on, scrambled egg doesn't work because it's a smooth head. You've got to break an egg to be scrambled. Come on, have another go. Don't yeah. break your head. We couldn't do it. <laughs> no, that's not very nice, is it? Yeah, and it, um, likes, retweets and whatnot is really, really helpful. And you could subscribe on YouTube because apparently it's good. And... I'm slowly getting all the episodes on YouTube. I think I'm up to seven to go. So, yay. What fun. And you're very <laughs> modest about it, Mike, but it is a good podcast. It's fun. Oh, it's, it's, it's Yeah. It's, it's not uptight like some of them are. Oh, they it's are. nice. I like that. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely won't be uptight. I mean, I'm standing here making a pizza while I'm talking to you. Exactly, yeah. I've got dog eating dinner and all sorts going on out there. How many um, football podcasts do you have guests <laughs> doing that? I mean, that may be more of a reflection of me than you. But no, you let me do it. Conversations about cakes, and I've made it very clear that that's true, it's a very important part of Sutton United because there was an event, and I was that's trying to tempt people up by saying there'll be cakes. <laughs> exactly, it was cookies yeah. yesterday. Well, very good cookies, cookies yesterday. Yeah. Oh, those cookies are made for warm space, and they went down really well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but thank you guys, um, Matt as well, who I know you two haven't heard it yet, but everyone else will have heard it by the time they listen to this. Um, next time I have got Chris, Paul and Joe on the show, that's Paul Darby, um, and I think young Jack from Hartlepool is coming on. I oh. say young Jack, last time he was on he mentioned that 
he wanted to, to watch Hartlepool before he got old or something. Oh, he's not getting any younger or something. And it was me, Claire and Andy looking at him going, no, mate, you have no idea what he's talking about. He's um, but thank you all for your time. Take care and we'll see you all soon. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having Thanks, us. Mate. Thanks for having me. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.